From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Sallerson. Welcome into the Hall of Fame edition of the Black and Blue Report. No, it's not because I'm hosting it, even though I appreciate you all thinking that it is. But today's show is all about this year's Saints Hall of Fame inductees that were announced on Tuesday. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm Daniel Salerson coming to you from Studio B at the headquarters of the Saints and Pelicans off airline drive. Well, just like I mentioned, today is all about the two newest members of the Saints Hall of Fame, quarterback Aaron Brooks and kicker John Carney. Sean Kelly had the honor of speaking one-on-one with each of them on Tuesday, and we'll play you those interviews in just a few moments. Those two have had some great moments together, and as John mentioned on Tuesday, it's only fitting that these two guys go into the Saints Hall of Fame together. Was it weird last night not having any playoff basketball on? I know it was weird for me not having the conference finals on, but no fear, they are back on tomorrow night when the Pacers face off against the Heat in Miami for Game 3. Until then, it's just baseball for all you baseball fans. Well, enough talking from me. Let's get right to the interviews. Up first, it's Sean's interview with Aaron Brooks, and it's yours in one minute. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue, congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center as the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading edge care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. First up on this Hall of Fame edition of the show is Aaron Brooks. Brooks took over as the Saints' starting quarterback in November of the 2000 season and would remain the starter for the next five seasons. He ranked second in franchise history for passing touchdowns with 120, third in franchise history for passing yards with over 19,000, and set a then-franchise record for passing yards in a game with 441 versus the Denver Broncos on December 3, 2000. He was also the starting quarterback for the team's first playoff victory over the defending Super Bowl champion St. Louis Rams in 2000. On Tuesday before the induction ceremony, our Sean Kelly caught up with an emotional Aaron Brooks. A.B., Aaron Brooks, here we are. I mean, the Saints Hall of Fame. Go back and, and tell me about how you got the news about being inducted into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> well, I was asleep on my couch, <laughs> taking a nap. And Ken calls me, and, and, and you know, Ken Train call, and I'm, I'm like, you know, hello. And then he just went on and started saying, 
you know, that I've been inducted in this. And I was like, huh, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, no. <laughs> I said, hold up, man, let me sit up real quick. And so at this point, my heart was beating and palms got a little sweaty. I'm like, and I'm just listening. And I just, I was in disbelief, out of disbelief. And I was, um, I was so, I guess, thrown back or shaken up from it all, from the news that I didn't even explain it correctly to my wife. <laughs> I do that a lot on most anything. <laughs> and, uh, and so that's how I found out. I was asleep on the couch when Ken called, and that was, um, I had to sit up and listen to him very carefully to find out <laughs> what exactly he was talking about. <laughs> it, it says something about your time here, obviously, and, and about your career. And I think for John Carney in, in visiting with him, it, it was almost... Um, not in a, in a way of validation of what he contributed to the franchise, but almost um, it was just a, it was, he, almost like a happiness came over him. Is that, is that too simple? Is that hit it right on the head? Um, I think you hit it pretty much right on the head. Mm-hmm. It's, um, obviously, it's, it's, it's a great honor. You know, I used to walk in the Superdome every day we Every time we practiced in the Superdome and, and said to myself, I want to hang up from those rap, you know, Raptors. And, um, but at the end of the day, we as players, we out here trying to make a, a livelihood for our families, for ourselves. And so that stuff is not in the forefront. What's in the forefront is keeping a job, doing the best you can, making people proud of you, around you. And, um, and, and, and to know and to have met some of the players that, I've gotten to know over the years, it does bring that, that, that sense of happiness, joy to you. Aside from the relationships, are there moments during your time here as a player that stand out maybe more so that time has passed than perhaps they were to you in the moment they happened? I have some, some stories that, should, uh, that I can tell, and I have some stories that shouldn't be told at all. <laughs> I'll let you pick what you want to share. <laughs> Let's go with that. But, I, you know, when you think back, they're, they're, they're the memorable moments. Um, the ones that, from a challenging perspective, is 9-11, the D.C. Sniper, and Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina, all which were major moments in, 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 in United States history. And so to prevail from that and to know that you're still standing is, is, one, of, is one of the many challenges that we, we had to face. But on a positive note, um, I go back to my first start, <laughs> knowing that my first pass was an interception and my second was a, was a touchdown. Um, um, I, I think about um, comeback victories um, that we've had in the past, um, um, playing um, the defending world champions three times in 45 days, uh, knocking them off and winning the first ever Saints history, uh, a playoff uh, victory. <laughs> Some funny moments with players as we reminisce at Old Saints, Deuce McAllister, Old Saints um, kitchen and tap last night uh, about players and what they did and uh, you know how, how we as players and, and, and as the team and the organization, the coaches, how we have handled things, good or bad, you know, um, it, it's just um, obviously um, more, more recently the 2005 Hurricane Katrina uh, um, season mm-hmm. being displaced and not knowing where we're going to practice and how we're going to lift weights. So the, the, the locker room divided, and, you know, and, 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 and 
from a baseball baseball field locker room, skilled players on one side, big men on the, on the visitor side. I mean, it's just, you know, it's, it's crazy to know that, um, that of all the trying times and the challenging moments, we were able to find some, 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 some bright spots and do some great things and really uplift the community and bring them up to a level where, they're never, where they have never been. Mm -hmm. And I think that was more memorable uh, than anything that I can think of. Um, because when you look at the Saints now and know that they're, they have a taste of winning and to take them and, and for, for Sean Payton and Drew Brees to take them to the next level and for everyone to witness what it's like to be world champions, I don't think we can, ex I, I don't think we can fully understand or express how much the fans appreciate that over the over the um, over the years mm -hmm. since you know ever since I got here and so it's it's just it's remarkable. You mentioned the uh, the first playoff win. Do you find yourself now when you see the Saints have success in the postseason say, "Oh well, yeah, well, I got that. I got that started." <laughs> that there has to be some vanity involved with that. You know, that's a that's a first that will never ever go away. You know, not really. I. Um, <clears throat> I'm proud of that fact. Um, I'm, I'm proud that um, you know, people um, recognize me for um, my efforts, and um, I'm proud of the fact that um, I know my time here, I made a difference. I made a change. I made things better. It did not you know, digress. Um, and I think that's, that's um, more meaningful to me to know that I help contribute to the city, to this team, to this um, organization, and, and to my teammates. Mm -hmm. Because you know, not only was I was a player, a uh, so-called philanthropist um, in the community, I was also a teammate and friend to a lot of guys and a lot of people. And so that's that's um, that's more of a feeling that I have when I look at it all. Our visits here at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, when was the last time you were in this building? 2004. Does it feel different? What did you feel when you came back in today? First of all, I, uh, when I came through Garage 1, I uh, normally, that wasn't the, the, the garage that we normally went in as players, but I had a little difficult getting to where I needed to get to today. Mm -hmm. And um, so I got out the car, and I just walked to the nearest door. I tried to open it up. And uh, they were locked. I was like, "Damn, that's I'm not a player anymore. We don't, you know, we don't enter <laughs> through these doors. I know I gotta go somewhere else." That was my. That was the first thing that I did. And then I said, "Wait a minute, settle down and um, go all the way to the top. Something is up there. That's what the direction was given. So I ended up coming to the top, and Mr. Gordon was there waiting for me. And so <laughs> um, <clears throat> I really haven't seen much." Um, since uh, since then, because I haven't seen the field and haven't gotten that field or haven't walked on that field. Um, so um, it's been since 2004 since I've actually um, been up in here. Let's, let's, let's look ahead just a little bit. Today the announcement's made that you'll be inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame. The induction itself will come later, and you will see that field down in this building, um, and it will be in coat and tie as opposed to helmet and shoulder pads. Has it, has it started to creep into your mind what, what that moment will be like? 
as being announced as a Saints Hall of Famer in front of a home crowd here in New Orleans? Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a bit nervous um, and emotional. I hope that I'm received very um, warmly, uh, a very warm welcome. I hope people um, understand what I try to get accomplished, uh, but I don't know. And just dealing with the unknown is it's a little difficult at this, um, at this time. And, and so um, there are um, so many people that are proud of me, and, and it's kind of hard to be happy and tell them about this accomplishment and this success. Although I want them to be there and to witness it, I just don't know, you know? I don't know. It's nice to meet you. Congratulations. I hope you and your family truly get to enjoy what lies ahead here with this announcement. Thanks. Good stuff, guys. Coming up next, Sean is back with the other Saints Hall of Fame inductee, John Carney. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Hey there. What you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. Nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. There's no better time to join your Pelicans as we take flight. All-star Anthony Davis is taking his team to the next level, and the Pelicans are soaring to new heights. 2014-15 season tickets are on sale now and start at less than $300, with lower bowl options as low as $37 per game. Season ticket benefits include the best seat locations, discounts on concessions, and much more. Take flight with the Pelicans. For more info, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. Well, our second Hall of Fame guest needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways. John Carney is one of only three players in NFL history who played in four decades. He came to New Orleans in 2001 and spent all or part of eight seasons with the team, including the 2009 season where he earned a Super Bowl ring following the Saints' victory in Super Bowl 44. He is the Saints' career leader in field goal percentage. He ranks second for points scored with 768, field goals made with 168, Field goals attempted, 203, and extra points made, 264. Sean Kelly spoke with Mr. Carney as well on Tuesday prior to the induction ceremony. Sean, first of all, congratulations. Um, I don't think it, either you or myself had any idea that uh, an announcement like this would be made the last time we talked in this format. I did not. It was a total surprise when Ken Trahan called me. Um, a pleasant surprise. I never really considered it and uh, very excited, really, to be a part of uh, the great tradition and so many great players and coaches that have been through the New Orleans Saints. What was the reaction from your family and friends when you shared the news with them? Well, my wife cried and my friends uh, were all very excited and 
they actually, the, one of the first questions back in San Diego was, why haven't you been inducted into the Chargers Hall of Fame? So I said, I can't answer that question. I think they're just a little slow out there. But um, again, uh, it's a real privilege and, and blessing um, to have this honor uh, with the New Orleans Saints. John, I think you spent, what, 10 consecutive years with the Chargers? Is that right? 11. 11. Yeah. So 11, though, uninterrupted with the Chargers, and yet with New Orleans, where you're honored today, uh, three different stints. It seems like two very unique experiences with regard to your career. Uh, very unique, uh, much different. Um, and as they say down here in uh, the South, uh, football's different down here. Uh, they had a great commercial years ago with Kyle Turley uh, in the locker room prior to a game, and he doused his mouthpiece with Tabasco sauce, put it in his mouth, and ran out to the game. And of course, uh, the headline on the commercial was, football's different down here, and it certainly is, but um, boy, it's a lot of fun to play for the Saints and, and, and represent this city of New Orleans. When you think about being now a Saints Hall of Famer, is it, um, in your eyes, a reflection upon the entire body of work, or do moments in that time stick out more for you? I think both. I think both, because in order to stay with the team for you know several years, um, you need to be consistent um, in your preparation and consistent in your performance. And there are going to be days that don't go your way, and you need to bounce back quickly. And um, <clears throat> but there are some special moments. Obviously, uh, our, our big win after the hurricane against the Carolina Panthers, who were chosen to win our division that year, um, that was kind of a magical win for us, and certainly lifted the spirits of the South. Uh, and then, of course, the uh, the game to reopen the dome in 2006 against the Atlanta Falcons. So very special, um, obviously, well publicized by good friend Steve Gleason uh, blocking the punt. Um, that was a very special time and a very special season. Uh, we were the Cinderella story that year and made it to the NFC Championship game. And, and of course, coming back in 2009 and being part of um, a championship season and, and the Saints' historical run to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl, just to be a part of that, um, what a blessing. I think before it was all said and done, and I may be wrong by one here, but I think you ended up being the third oldest ever to play in an NFL game. Um, when you think of legacies and Hall of Fames and all that, do you think of your longevity and the age at, at what you finished? Uh, say something about you or about the position? Well, uh, both. Um, you know, the position, obviously, <clears throat> um, we're not running and tackling for the most part, uh, but you do need to keep yourself in good condition and good shape. Um, to be able to perform at a relatively high level um, in your 40s. And so mm -hmm. it was a challenge for me to push my career to see how far I could take it uh, into my 40s and a, a blessing and opportunity to come back here and do that with the Saints. John Carney with us here on the Black and Blue Report. I talked to Morton Anderson oh, right before the NFL draft, I guess it was. He was in New York to announce one of the Saints draft picks. And there's always this conversation, and I've had it with you a little bit before and certainly with Morton about um, – we see you today being announced as an inductee for the Saints Hall of Fame. Morton's name has been brought up several times for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, and yet we're still having these conversations about the kicking game. Like at the NFL owners meetings this week, they're talking about moving or at least experimenting with moving the line of scrimmage back on point after attempts. With it being called football and kicking still such an important part of the game, does it surprise you in any way that yet, uh, un unlike your situation here with the Saints, for the most part, kickers sometimes are left off to the side with regard to post-career um, awards and honors. 
Uh, agreed. Uh, the Hall of Fame really <clears throat> has missed the mark when it comes to the specialists and, and what they have done and what they have meant to the league. And, and in particular games and, and all the way to Super Bowls. And so uh, Morton Anderson holds all the main records and he is the king of kicking. And <clears throat> it's really a shame that he's not in, that he wasn't a first time ballot inductee. But I know he was a finalist this year, and I believe he will get in next year. Um, he needs to get in um, for what he's meant to the game and what he's done during the course of his career. Ray Guy finally got the nod um, very late, but he did finally get inducted, uh, well-deserved. Um, and, of course, Jan Stenerud, the only other place kicker in the NFL Hall of Fame. So um, hopefully they'll come around because uh, these individuals uh, have meant a lot to the game and really – um, had a great impact on the game. And I'm, I look forward to the day that Morton Anderson's inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. You mentioned the tears of your wife. I'm sure there are emotions for you and probably more so uh, come induction time. But does being announced today as a, an inductee for the Saints Hall of Fame change your feeling about being a Saint? Does it take it to a new level? Or has it already been cemented in, in your being on what what it has meant to, to wear the uniform here and whatnot. Uh, it, it just makes my memories and, and the times here that I spent that much more special. Um, that my time here, my family's time here, the experiences um, meant enough to uh, the voters here at the Saints Hall of Fame to, uh, uh, to even consider me and to recognize me and then um, to give me the honor to come into the Saints Hall of Fame with Aaron Brooks uh, that's very special. You mentioned your friendship with uh, Steve Gleason, who underwent surgery, I think it was just yesterday, in his continuing battle with ALS. Now that you're here in town for the announcement, will you get a chance to, to see Steve at all this week before heading back to California? Uh, actually, I just saw Steve this morning. Okay, he looks great. Uh, he's in great spirits. Everything's going really well, and I hope to see him before I fly out this afternoon. All the ties, you know, you talk about your relationship with Steve and then, of course, Aaron going in to the Hall of Fame with you. Um, can you give us some sense on what it's like to be a member of that Saints family from a, from a player standpoint, even through retirement, that maybe those of us who either work for the team, cover the team, or are fans of the team can't quite comprehend? Well, there's a long line of great players and coaches, and, and unfortunately, uh, early in the Saints' uh, lifespan, they just didn't, just couldn't get over the hump. Uh, and many times that hump, unfortunately, was the San Francisco 49ers, which uh, as a Charger, I can totally relate because they beat us up in the Super Bowl. Uh, but so many great players and coaches, and, and then, of course, this past decade, um, for the first big uh, playoff win with Jim Hazlitt and his, and his group and all those players that played, the Willie Roves and Kyle Turley's and... Jeff Blakes and uh, Ricky Williams, you know, some really great players. Joe Horn, a good friend, who's also, uh, of course, uh, most of those guys here are in the Saints Hall of Fame. Um, but just a, a great collection of men um, and women, for that matter, that have made up the Saints organization. And just to be a part of that, um, really a blessing and uh, very exciting. It's a, it's a fantastic group. Congratulations. Enjoy, please. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, guys. When we come back, I'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Black and Blue Report. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. 
The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account, all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. Giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy. all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. It's a whole lot of cash. And right now, it's a lot more fun. Lotto Lanyard. Buy a $5 single draw lotto ticket. Get a raffle entry to win up to $50,000. Lotto Lanyard. A lot more cash and a lot more fun. It must be at least 21 to purchase. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Thanks to the internet, anyone can get a show these days. It's time to wrap up the show. Our thanks to Aaron Brooks, John Carney, and Sean Kelly for helping us out with today's program. Due to the Memorial Day holiday, we'll not have a show on Monday, but we'll be right back with you on Tuesday anytime after noon central. Don't forget you can follow the show on Twitter at Black Blue Report or myself at D Salerson. Let us know who you want us to have on the show. This is the perfect time for you all to give us some suggestions, and we'll do our best to fulfill your request. So, again, you can follow the show on Twitter. You can email us also at radio at pelicans.com. Don't forget you can listen to the show on both the Saints and Pelicans mobile app. You can download the show every day to your tablet or mobile device using iTunes, or you can listen the old-fashioned way on neworleansaints.com and pelicans.com. I hope everyone has a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And I want to take a moment to thank all the men and women who are currently serving in our military and also to the folks who have served at any point in the military as well. This weekend, we honor you, and hopefully you all get to enjoy this holiday weekend. Well, that'll do it for this Hall of Fame edition of the Black and Blue Report. And until Tuesday, I'm Daniel Salerson. Have a fantastic Memorial Day weekend, and thanks for listening to the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back next week. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report. 